Welcome to the Nifty Chicks. In this episode, we will be hearing from Bianca Musico, the founder of Aussie Mates. She will be sharing her story, why she's made mental health and well-being such a big part of her project, and what experience to earn means. Let's do this. Hey, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. Just uh, ready for a big trip. I know. I know you're going to be gone for a while, but I will be, of course, in touch with you as always because you can't get rid of me. No matter how far away you are from me, you can't get rid of me. I know. And and we will still be recording. So I'll still get to see your smiling face. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So there's some big news uh, in crypto that came out. Um, The U.S. president, Joe Biden, has signed first of its kind executive order on cryptocurrencies. That just happened, I believe, yesterday. Yes, yes. I I feel like I feel like we really don't know a whole lot about what it means, but it does seem to be having a fairly positive effect in crypto because uh bitcoin was up at least as as of last time i checked i'm i'm pulling up uh coin gecko right now to see oh it's back down (laughs) (laughs) but it was up to like 42 and now it's back down 39.4 is what i'm seeing yeah i think one of the um you know i think we do need to kind of sit in on this and understand this a little bit more but one of the things that i think is interesting is the fact that they're now talking about it. We have politicians talking about it and it's not necessarily in a negative light, right? So right. Um, it's there. It's not like crypto is terrible. It's they're signing an executive, they're having a discussion. So in my mind, like this is still a step in the right direction. I think the market saw that. They may have done a little bit of pullback, but I think ultimately it's a step in the right direction. I sure hope so. I, I really just hope that, you know, they do the right thing when it comes to crypto and and Bitcoin and NFTs and all the all things digital assets. It's it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, yeah, it sure is. Um, and actually, talking about being far away and yet still so close, um, we are having uh, Bianca on our uh, episode today. Super excited! All the way from down under. From down under, from Australia. I, I love this episode too, just because I love her accent. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. It's amazing. It's so funny. Like, I, I just anytime somebody has an accent, I'm just like, keep talking, keep talking. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, shall we bring her on? Yeah, let's do it. All right. All right. Well, we are so excited to have Bianca here. Thank you so much for joining us, Bianca Musico of Aussie Mates. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, you guys. All right. Well, you know, we have so much to talk about. We love your art. We've been obsessed with your art for now, like many, many weeks. And we've been talking about having you on the show. So we're excited to have you. So talk to us about like very high level. What made you want to get into the NFT space? I started in crypto. I feel like that's sort of where everyone starts or, or started at some point. What year? Um, this would have been the beginning of 2021. 
Okay. So it's still fairly fairly fresh into into the crypto space. No, excuse me. Sorry, I'm getting my all my years mixed up. <laughs> the beginning of 2020, and then I got it's, into it's easy to get years mixed up with 2020 <laughs> and 2021. <laughs> and then I got like we're 2022 already. Oh my goodness. Um. Yeah. So beginning of 2020, I started. At, yeah, I started looking into crypto and slowly easing my way into that. And then by the end of 2020, I had started hearing about NFTs and then kind of really didn't pay it any thought. January 2021, I'm listening to a podcast and they were talking about NFTs and the digital art revolution. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's pretty cool. I hadn't really heard about it in any other framework other than this is going to be a new wave for art. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Like art collectors and artists are now going to have a way to actually well, artists also going to have a way to make some money, not just the collectors anymore, which is great to hear. Right. But that was sort of the end of it. But it piqued my interest. So I was like, shit, that's going to be pretty huge. And then in May, uh, Australia started increasing cases with COVID. We were starting to get, it was looking more likely that we we're going to get locked down. So everyone was sort of becoming, you know, hermits back in their homes again. Um, and NFTs just kept popping up, kept popping up, kept popping up. And I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to, I've never been an art collector. I've been a book collector, but I've never been an art collector. So I was like, let's, let's give this a crack and bought my, or minted my first NFT rather in, uh, in May. And from there, it's been a, I don't like to say a downward spiral because it's been quite. What was your first? I actually, you know what? I knew that question was going to come. I don't remember. (laughs) It was just one I didn't mint from a side, I just minted from OpenSea. And it was just like the cheapest one I could find. And I was like, I better just, I just want to get my hands wet and and just sort of dive right into it. So to be honest, I actually have no idea. I wish it was a board ape. Let's we'll say that. Right. <laughs> don't we all? Don't we all? Yeah. A board ape or a crypto punk. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then I was like, I need to learn as much as I can about this space so I sort of dived really headfirst in it's been a an where did you start what was like was it YouTube was it a book was it well not can't even be a book really (laughs) because I don't I don't think that people can write books about NFTs yet because it changes like every moment exactly exactly no it was it was definitely YouTube so started with Gary V I feel like that's sort of where everyone sort of goes to um and then from there uh elio trades brett malinowski like those sort of those sort of guys and then found every every all those videos were like twitter 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 and here in australia twitter is not a huge platform that we use in the same way that the us and and europe use twitter i'm surprised by that why we're more instagram Users okay. to be yeah. So we've actually done a, a study. I work, I'm an ad advertising native. So we've actually done a number of studies at work. And one of the studies sort of talks about where Australians consume most of their content. And just based on the survey results, Instagram is our is our go-to, not Twitter. I think that'll start to shift as more Australians obviously get involved into the the NFT space. That's sort of mm-hmm. something that we've seen, particularly with with Aussie mates, that it's just this natural shift that people are like, oh, if I want the good, the good info, Twitter's where it's at. So yeah. did the Twitter thing, started following like the likes of Zendika, DCL blogger, two very prominent Australian voices in the space, which is really cool to hear. 
slept on a world world of woman as well, which was mm-hmm. another one that I'm feeling the the deep deep pain of. Um, yep, missed that and- one as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then just started finding conferences, finding like online uh, not courses, but there was one in Australia that they did like an NFT fest Australia. So I signed up for that, and I was just hearing from. Yeah, I'm from from Wealth of Women uh, and, and a bunch of other ones. It was like Koala Intelligence Agency featured on there. So it was really great to hear from all these different projects. And I was talking to my brother who actually rang me and went, are you into this NFT thing? And I went, funny you asked that, Adrian. Uh, I am. <laughs> and he was like, yeah. He's like, I've been talking about it with a couple of mates of mine. And I think this is a really cool space. And he had a very similar journey, started in crypto, moved into NFTs. Um, and then the two of us were like, let's start doing some research on what we could potentially build. You know, we were both too young to do anything in, in .com, but we saw Web3 as an opportunity to actually create something quite special and to use sort of the digital world to actually try and bring people closer together. That's sort of been the it was a COVID born idea. The two of us hadn't seen each other in, you know, by that point, four months, maybe, Um, you know, I hadn't seen friends. The two of us loved to travel. We hadn't been able to go anywhere because our borders had been closed for the better part of two years by that point. So we were like, let's, we, we need to do something to, to help that and to get people out exploring again. So that's sort of my journey. And then how, how Aussie mates came to be. Very cool. Um, I love the, like seeing the little kangaroos all around the world and all the different places. And um, you guys have a very cool roadmap. I, I like the, the things that you came up with as far as um, like the winning trips, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was certainly something when Adrian were, Adrian and I were looking at the roadmap it was really more so about what can we achieve rather what could we be nice to have essentially. So when we were like, what are the things that we've been missing? And for Australians and for a lot of people around the world, what are some of the things that they've been missing? Travel just kept being the one that just kept popping up whenever we'd ask the Mm -hmm. question of, what's the one thing that you've missed the most in the last couple of years? I know uh, Jen FT and I can, can. Yep support that (laughs) that was some I think lots of people missed travel I mean we're we're here in Puerto Rico and so at least we're in a lovely place like you in Australia but I feel bad for people that are not living in such nice places exactly exactly but even still like I mean for for us the joy of traveling is like just going and experiencing a new culture going and and talking to new people and you know just seeing a, a part of the world that you know you'd sort of changes your perspective a little bit um so we knew that that was going to be a big focus and we're like well how do we make this a little bit more interesting and that's when we came up with the golden cockatoo collection which are 10 only so they're the rarest of the rare traits as part of the whole collection and then if you collect five in front of each landscape so we've got five landscapes if you get a golden cocky in one of each then you'll get an all expenses paid trip for you and a friend anywhere you want in the world which is really exciting Um, But then the other two milestones we have on our roadmap really are about, well, how can we, again, build these connections with people from all over the world 
And what's the best way that we could actually do that? And that's when we came up with our experience to earn model. And this was something I wrote about in uh, an article I, I wrote for, for Cointelegraph. And the way we saw it is, while it's awesome having these NFTs sitting in my wallet and I can go check them on OpenSea and I can go on Discord and brave the notifications, <laughs> like wh- what can I actually do with it other than it unlocking a metaverse event or an, an IRL event. There's got to be something more. And again, all about experiences, all about going out and exploring the world, even if it's just the world that you you live in. So we were like, well, we were both big Pokemon Go users. We fell right deep into that phenomenon. And we were like, we can do this with NFTs. Like there's no reason why we can't actually bring our NFT to life and have your mate take you on these adventures and actually get rewarded for it. We're already doing it. Like we track when we donate to a charity, we track steps, we track how much water we drink. You know, we track when we take a mental health break, we're doing it anyway. So why shouldn't we be able to centralize all of that, but then actually reward people for doing that? People have had a really shit go the last couple of years, right? Yeah, It's about time that we just, get rewarded for living and I'm not saying like the the rewards are going to be one ETH every time you take a walk like that's certainly not what (laughs) that'd be nice I'd I'd definitely be walking a lot more (laughs) but yeah exactly exactly (laughs) but the experiences will scale from you know taking a walk and tracking your steps and you might get you know a couple of NFTs from some of the community projects that we partner with through to something maybe a little bit more um, time intensive. So you'll get the notification that says, hey, this adventure is going to take two days. Are you prepared to do it? It'll be over the weekend. This is what you'll need. You'll need your car. You'll need this, you'll need that. Yes, I accept. And then we might take you downtown and your mate will lead you to a hotel downtown and it'll be like, hey, you've actually diamond handed your mate for the last year. And we're going to celebrate that for you. So enjoy two nights at this hotel on us. So it's all about not just giving people money or giving people NFTs and keeping them in this cycle. It's about your digital asset unlocks a lot more than just what this space has to offer. It unlocks perks like going to a hotel that we're going to shout. It'll unlock perks like loyalty discounts at partner brands. It's all this stuff that we're building as part of our ecosystem that when you hold an Aussie mate, you'll get access to so that's really cool. That's sort of milestone number one. And then milestone number two is the mental health developments that we're doing. Right. Big part of the project is obviously helping the person behind the PFP. That was how it all started. The vision for the project, no mate being left behind. You know, it's just it all going any other direction other than mental health just didn't really make sense to it. I've had my own mental health journey. Adrian's had his. And that's where Livin comes into play. So Livin are a mental health charity. We're actually in talks with them at the moment of donating $20,000 to the charity and then another $30,000 once we do sell out, which is really exciting. So we're just going through the steps of getting that money to them at the moment. Um, But what we're actually going to be doing is onboarding their Live and Well program to the metaverse. And we're going to build a hub in Decentraland that's going to be this mental wellness hub. And that's that's the cool part. That's This is the part that will take why you want to hold for a a couple of years. It's going to change the healthcare space. No matter where you are in the world, you'll have access to health professionals 
by a digital asset ownership. That's not something we've really seen before. Like we've got Medicare here in Australia. We've got a private health system here in Australia that you can obviously use to access that. But if you can unlock that with digital asset ownership, it means it becomes more affordable. It becomes easily accessible, but it also becomes border neutral. So it means in if you're in the States, you're not paying these crazy high fees to go and see someone, to talk to someone. So that's, again, the, the big focus of that, which will take sort of quite a bit of time. So obviously as we're building that, we're going to onboard the Live and Well program, use that as a, our first tool to get people excited about it. We're going to bring on yoga experts, meditation experts. Really this hub will be if you're just wanting something that you can access from the benefit of your own home, you can. You know, there's studies out there that say that men, the first barrier to entry for men going and seeking help is because they don't want to wait in a therapist's office because it's too anxiety-inducing or they're scared that they'll see someone they know. Mm -hmm. This removes that barrier. If you can go and talk to someone semi-face-to-face in this new virtual world from the comfort of your home, that's step one. And then that person gets you comfortable enough that you can then go and see someone in your local area and you can find someone in your local area that'll help you get over that barrier. And then that person then takes you on the, on that journey. So it's just this really lovely journey of we can actually remove barriers. We can actually break that stigma using the metaverse. And that for us is really exciting. So they're sort of our, our big three on the roadmap. And then of course we've got everything else that sort of sits along with it. We've got, you know, our merch activations and, you know, we've got our, our giveaways that we're doing sort of as we hit certain milestones. We've got our roofles, which is what we're calling them, which is our raffles if you hold certain traits and, and whatnot. But it all plays into this bigger picture that sort of goes beyond just Aussie mates, the NFT. And that's what Adrian and I are building at the moment, which is more the, the global aspect to, to the company itself. That's the way we're treating this. We're currently very heavily in, in startup mode. So amazing that's amazing it's it's there's so many projects who were born because of COVID-19 um it forced people to kind of open their creative side take some time that they would typically be going to concerts or whatever and they're stuck at home so there's a lot of a lot of incredible projects and there's a lot of incredible female um projects that were born because of COVID-19 they stepped into a space because they had the time the freedom and the um, you know, willingness to try new things and step into, you know, kind of expand their horizons. But um, one of the things that I find really interesting is you've tapped into not just the one dimension of an incredible profile picture, kind of projects and incredible art, but you've brought it down to like real life, um, you know, personal, uh, you know, um, I would say global movement on bringing awareness around mental health, which was, I think, unfortunately, one of the things that was probably not talked about enough um, of 2020 and 2021 of what that did to all of our mental health, because it was, I mean, the world stopped, right? Who would have ever thought that the world would literally stop? And it did for so many of us. And so for you to not only create an awesome project, but bring that down multidimensional um, and to for, like forecast the impact that this would have, I think is just, I mean, it's huge. It's huge. It's, in, it's incredible. Thank you. Yeah. Like for us, it was all about what can we build that 
secures us not just as an nft project for 2021 but as a brand and a business that yeah will grow and evolve and shift over the next 5 10 50 100 years like that has always been the vision and i think some nft projects don't have that that foresight you know i'm talking particularly about rug pulls not the other great projects that are coming out so much but you know you, you unfortunately we, we are in a space where rug pulls are just yeah it's almost like a, a rite of passage that at some point you have to get rugged but <laughs> what we want to do is create a space where that gets eradicated because the experiences are so rooted in real life that you actually don't need to use the digital side of well you can and of course we encourage it and that's why we're building in the metaverse and whatnot. But it's about how can we create a safe space so when you do get rugged, <laughs> you can come and <laughs> talk to us about it and everyone's gonna, everyone knows, everyone's been in, in that boat. But our community is a lot of first-time NFT buyers. And for us to be able to create that space for them has been probably the most humbling part of the entire experience you know, we launched back in February, February 12. Um, and the Mint was slower than, you know, a, a complete transparency. The Mint was slower than we would have liked as founders. I think everyone, every founder sort of has that secret little hope that you'll sell out in, in you know, two minutes and Gary Vee will pick one up and then it just. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? But, um, but that, that didn't happen and that's fine. And Adrian and I are, are committed to continue building and, and whatnot. That was always the plan um and and so you can still mint yeah yeah yeah, yeah absolutely so, for yeah. those watching um, yeah in fact, I just went and minted a couple while we were sitting here uh, thank <laughs> you yeah yeah so definitely definitely mint some and, and come and have a chat to the people in that community like where not all Aussies funnily enough you know I think a lot of people maybe got deterred by the name Aussie Mates and were like, oh, this is only a project for Australians. But that's certainly not not the case. Like it's for us, it's all about having a little Aussie in in your wallet. Like who doesn't want that? You know, we we seem to have this reputation around the world of these, you know, charming uh-huh. characters. <laughs> At least fact, for the I'm gonna time. I'm gonna yeah. share my screen. Um let's share the right one. I'm gonna show uh Look how cute these are. Yeah. Like, they're honestly, like, so cute. some of them, and they are just, like, they're just, they're really fun. Like, and some of them are really silly. Like, if you look at some with, like, the bugged out eyes, we've got a um, a, a beer belly roux that Adrian was adamant. That's what I got. Oh, awesome. Oh, look, you got the North American show. Yeah. And I, I got, I got another one, too. I got this one. Oh. Oh, lovely. Let's <laughs> <laughs> good luck. So there you go. Yeah. So they're oh, just like, some of them are really like some of them are really <laughs> cool, funny. and some of them are really just. And that's the whole point. Like, we wanted to have fun with it, with all the traits. We wanted to have a mix of the things that make Australia so iconic, like holding a brown snake. You know the silver sack there is a goon bag that every Australian kid grew up having you know shoeies which have become a, a worldwide phenomenon of why do Australians drink beer out of a shoe I've never done that before but I can't give <laughs> I can't- I, wait I need to know that story what is that 
So a shoey is a, it's really gross actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. So what they'll do is they'll take off their shoe, pour a beer into their shoe and then scull the beer from the shoe. I don't know why. I'm, I would love yeah, to know. Wh- who started that? I, 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 I wish I it, probably some sporting player, to be quite honest with you. Like I'm, I'm not too sure, but there is a, um, a UFC fighter that has built his entire brand around after he wins a match, he does a shoey. He grabs someone's shoe from the audience. So it's not even his own shoe. Ooh. And <laughs> <laughs> that it has, makes it even worse. It has <laughs> become this like this cultural phenomenon here in Australia. So we had to like, we had to represent that one, obviously, but, um, you know, but a lot of the traits are fairly neutral. So anyone around the world can, can, you know, have a little mate that represents them. Like, obviously, we've got the tennis rackets and the NFL jerseys, and just That's some what Jen F. T. needs is the tennis. I know. Racket. I need the one with the tennis racket. I may have to buy that <laughs> secondary market there. Yeah, yeah. we actually had a, we actually ran a competition that if you won, we called it the Wimbledon, which was the oh, not won. Sorry, if you had minted the Wimbledon, uh, which was the the Aussie mate wearing the white polo and holding the tennis racket, uh, you'd actually get one ETH. So that one got minted and one at actually that was a great day for our community member he won the one eth he'd won an apocalyptic ape that we were giving away and he'd won he won something else as well but that was just that was a big day for him he won like oh, three wow. things all on the same day all in all on the same day when uh, adrian and i were announcing it i was like i think that's the same it is the same guy so yeah it was a very lucky day for him but it's fast yeah. it's all about coming back so that's why like it's just the little Aussie in your wallet is just there to just reward you every now and then. And, and that's really what we wanted to do is this project is all about making people happy. It's about making people smile. And that's why our art is a little bit goofy. And that's what I, I particularly love about it. I love it. Uh, well, is there anything else that you want to make sure that we talk about? Um, no, I th- to be honest, guys, I, th- I think we covered everything. But yeah, look, just the fact that, you know, we obviously are still still minting. So you can mint from the website. Aussie and and what's the what's the mint price? Mint price is 0.05. You can mint up to six um, mates. So yeah, so go ahead and, uh, and mint your little Aussie and then come join us in, uh, in the Discord and maybe you might get some, some cheeky rewards that we're going to start. We're going to kick off the next round of rewards uh, this weekend. So, yeah, you'll definitely want to have yours minted before then. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for being on here. I'm glad that we uh, were finally able to make this happen and... Yeah, that's great. No, thank you guys so much. And to be honest, like it is actually so lovely to chat with fellow women podcasting in the space. You know, I mean, like I said, when I first started, a lot of the resources that I had were male voices. So right. to be able to chat with two brilliant women has been an absolute pleasure this morning. And I can't wait to to start seeing more and more start start entering the space. So thank you guys so much. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's our whole goal is to bring more women into the space to make sure that, you know, we're getting the exposure and the projects are getting the exposure because it just feels like, you know, it's such a male dominated industry that we need to make sure that the women are being seen. Exactly. And to be honest, like what I've seen on Twitter, it could just be my algorithm because like my personal Twitter is just actually to be honest, to be fair, so it's the Aussie mates one, but it's just all like 
powerful woman, powerful woman, powerful woman. And I'm like, you know what? Yes. Like this is, this is web three. Like this is, women are web three. Like this is the future of how we start reclaiming that, that dominance on that. And not obviously my co-founder is a man. So not to say that, you know, men, like obviously we still love you and we still appreciate you, but to be able to have a platform where no one knows really the person behind the PFP. So you can be whoever and whatever you want and, and gender, you know, doesn't really play or doesn't need to play a part in it. And I think we're still sort of working out the teething issues of it still playing a part in it, but I'm, I'm so here for it. And I'm so here for women to take over the, the web through world. And then we and then- are too. We are yeah. too. Um, <laughs> awesome. All right, Bianca, thank you so much. Lovely to speak thank with you. you so much for having me. And good luck with everything. We can't wait to see how Aussie mates continues to, you know, crush it. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. What did you think? I've, I've been following Aussie mates for quite some time now. Yeah. I, I just think it, they're so cute and hopefully everybody goes and mints them. I think what they're doing in their roadmap and the fact that they're trying to help people, I love the mental health aspect of it. That's huge. Yeah. 2021 and 2020 and 2021 was so hard on so many people and they're really, um, they took it and ran with that and like are trying to actually make a difference in the world. And to me, like, wow, like that's inspirational. Yeah, I agree. So, um, hopefully everybody goes to check out it's aussiemates.io and that's, you can still mint, uh, for now they haven't sold out yet. So I highly recommend you go grab some mates. And while you're doing that, we would love it. If you would go follow us on all the socials, you can find us at the nifty chicks. That's N I F T Y chicks. C H I C K S. We are on all the platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and of course, YouTube. So be sure to, to follow us and tell a friend. All right. And as always, thanks for listening to the Nifty Chicks. Invest in yourself. You are worth it. The Nifty Chicks podcasts are not providing investment advice and are not taking listeners and readers' personal circumstances into consideration when discussing investments in cryptocurrencies or NFTs. The Nifty Chicks is not registered to provide investment advice. All the opinions of the hosts, guests, and or sponsors of the show are their own and are for information and entertainment purposes only. Do your own due diligence and research. Neither Jenna Cazadoy nor Aaron Sell are financial advisors. We are sharing our journey with you as we learn more about this crazy little phenomenon called NFTs. We make no recommendations. We only share with you what we are learning and what we are considering investing in. You must research any financial investment on your own. Just know that we will always strive for radical transparency with any show associations. Happy minting.